It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Paul Bettany should never be allowed to do an interview again. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Oh, shit. This is going to be a fun one for me anyways. Um, welcome back to Operation Babble. I am Mike Shrews with my glasses-less glasses. Uh, <laughs> with me today, I have, again, of course, Tivis. Tivis, say hi. Howdy. And then on the other side, if you're watching the video of me, I have our guest returning, Austin Mosier. Austin, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys doing today? We'll see. We'll see by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we're going to dive into basically WandaVision as a whole, I guess. But the finale will focus on as well, since that came to an end abruptly. Um, and and we'll we'll talk about that. So uh, I guess I should just get it out of the way and say full disclosure. I've watched the episode twice now. Um, the first time I watched it, I hated it. <laughs> As, before he goes any further, okay. we normally talk after each episode. I have purposely not asked him, and I'm pretty sure he has not said anything to me, so I have no, no idea what's no. about to be said. <laughs> so I, the first time I watched it, I absolutely just was like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I guess I had my expectations set a little too high. Um for a finale that was only 40 minutes long with 20 minutes of credits. Well, that was my biggest, <laughs> probably my biggest complaint about that is they could have easily made this last episode like an hour and a half long. Yeah. It, it, could, it should have been its own like movie almost. Yeah. And I, I feel like it would have been the better way because I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Like you did, I actually qu quite enjoyed m most of it. I have my, I have my grievances, but um, yeah, there was just I don't know. It just felt like too fast paced. It was too like okay, now that guy's captured. I'm like, oh, right, all right, that was stupid. It was too fast, but not furious enough for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I just want to get out on Front Street. The first time I watched it, I just I, I, I walked away not satisfied at all, uh, especially from the buildup that we had going into it. The previous episode was a lot more of an emotional roller coaster, I feel for me than this episode was. It it felt like they were trying to force an emotion out of you purposefully, and they were doing it in a very like remember yeah yeah it, it was you, you could tell that they were trying to force the emotion out of you and and it worked because twitter was flooded with oh my god i cried oh my god guys i usually cry at like some sad shit in movies and stuff this didn't even get a tear like starting to build up on me unfortunately um it made Kevin Smith cry. Well, everything makes him cry. <laughs> he can take a poop and look at it and he'd make him cry. <laughs> I love that he posts all his cries. 
I love Kevin Smith, but every time he yeah. watches something and cries, he like Instagrams it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think somebody has a Kevin Smith cry chart? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he has it himself. He probably <laughs> trolls himself so that he can make more tweets about people trolling him for crying. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but I did watch it a second time yesterday uh, in because in, I, I, I wanted to make sure I watched it twice just to make sure it wasn't me watching the episode going in with higher expectations and seeing if the actual story itself was good or for what they did uh, rather than my high expectations of what I felt that the finale should have been or everything else. And also fuck Paul Bettany because uh, playing yourself twice in the movie does not count as a guest spot. You asshole. <laughs> He, he tried to walk that back in the uh, uh, the episode, uh, the interview he did before this episode aired, yeah. where he was like, oh, no, people are going to be so mad at me. And I thought it was just when I said it, I just thought it was going to be a funny joke. And he, he tried hard to walk it back to try to lower the expectations, but it was too far gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like at that, at that point, everyone's like, oh, is a Reed Richards going to show up? Or and he's like, they have all these wild yeah. fan theories about like the, the special cameo and like Magneto he's just making a joke or, about yeah. he's making a joke about acting with himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I said it on the podcast like a week or two prior when the information first came out that he wanted to work with another actor they never worked with. I was like, I swear to God, if it's him, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I was just like, that just seems like something dumb that they would say. Cause uh, she also like uh, Elizabeth Olsen also said that they were going to do like a, a Luke Skywalker type appearance in this show too. I still don't get where they, she, she's saying that from. Because in the no. last season of Mandalorian, of course, every the whole world knows, even if you didn't watch it, uh, Luke shows up. I, um, yeah, we'll get into it, but I assume it's you know Vision, actual Vision showing up. Although I wouldn't call that Luke Skywalker level, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so who wants to start? Since I, oh yeah, oh well, again, yes, I did watch it a second time, and and I f I found it to be a little better the second time around, but. I, I'm still kind of disappointed with how they handled some of the shit. So it's and this forward. one is the first one with both a mid and end credit scene. So if you missed yeah. the second one, go watch it. <laughs> yes. I, I liked how they dealt with uh, just the Scarlet Witch in general. Mm -hmm. I liked, I liked finally seeing her in like a, a more comic accurate costume. And like actually uh, using like Scarlet Witch powers and stuff like that. Yeah. I like, uh, I like that part quite a bit. A cool kind of her coming into her own and also saying, showing how much they kind of wasted her in the first like tier of these Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. like she could have been such a cool addition. And well, it was, it took 22 movies before they were like, oh, we should like actually make her have powers. Right. <laughs> well, it's a very vital character in the universe too. I mean, what? what did, yeah. How did they explain it in Winter Soldier? She or no, not Winter Soldier. In, Ultron. Um, Ultron. She, she's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's only had. I think someone calculated it was only like twenty minutes of screen time before this show. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like she had, like, 
they've done nothing with the character really. Yeah. And there's so much for that character to yeah. do. Yeah. And I'm glad they're the finally getting to it, but like, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see because I enjoy the character in the comics that I've read with the character and I enjoy the actress who plays her. So to, to get to, for her to get her own show, which is basically just a long form movie was nice. Um, and, and what the show only really took place over the course of a couple weeks, right? Is that what we're supposed to be under the assumption of? I think it's I within so. a week. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't there. I don't know. There's a lot in there. I didn't like though. <laughs> the, in the final the, episode or in the whole in the, show? In, in the final episode specifically. Okay. I I liked the. As a whole thing, like if I sit down and like watched all the episodes in a row, I think I would feel okay. Mm. I feel like I would be pretty much satisfied. But some of the stuff in the final episode just irritated me, like how they dealt with um, Darcy. She was like in it for literally about five seconds, just crashing into the car. And it's like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that okay, it. so that character literally had nothing to do, and they're like, let's just make her crash into this car. Yeah, they're Whatever. like, well, we gotta resolve her because she was driving in there, so we need to do something. So. I'll be honest, I forgot about her until she came back. <laughs> well, it's because they didn't like say anything about her in the last episode. Like, yeah. she, she didn't have anything to do. And I think it, I just... think that was just a waste of a character too, because it just reduced her to like nothing. Well, then um, I think I just they did the against same her. with Jimmy, or is that his name the, the yeah, FBI Jimmy. guy? Yeah, yeah. I hated the the whole like him calling the FBI backup story, like little, you know, like where he like maneuvered himself to get the f- cell phone. And it's yeah. like, oh, that is so stupid. That is just lazy. It's, it's interesting to see, like, okay, he's an FBI agent. We get it, but these are like sword or shield agents and shit like that. It's like they're supposed to be better than like the FBI. Like, how are they not paying attention? And you know, they should <laughs> probably have like cell phone and- yeah, or or you know, block all cell phone communication from within so many miles of that area, so people can't like live stream video of their you know them out there doing whatever the hell they're doing or anything like. Our government would freaking do that right now, and they're not advanced like sword. So I don't know. Damn. Yeah. But the there was a, a lot of the I also think the um what's the head of sword's name? I can never remember his name. Hayward. Well, Hayward. Yeah, I, director he, Hayward. He I think was also wasted because mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of build up to his like, you know, he's a kind of the bad guy of the show, yeah, in a way. Other than um, Agatha or whatever, but like he's like the main, and he got foiled so easily. It was so stupid. Like he, he got he kind of like finally breached into the hex, and it was over in two seconds. It's just like yeah. okay, have the super children disarm the army. They did, and, and then Darcy crashed into the car. It was like maybe 30 seconds of the episode and it's like wow that was very anticlimactic mm. yeah so it, it was, was it was a bit disappointing to just see a 
you know, a Thunderbolt Ross knockoff. Yeah. There wasn't anything else to the character. Yeah. I, I kept expecting it to be something else. You know, I was read comments saying like, Oh, maybe he's like a, um, a scroll or something like that, or, you know, like stuff that would make way more compelling TV than what they ended (laughs) up. I, I I feel a lot of stuff would have made it a little bit more compelling TV than what they did at the the last episode. So uh, it, it still annoys me just thinking back to those first two episodes and the black and white ones. I'm like, those were freaking awesome. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I was reading comments on social media about people and they were like, a lot of the viewers were saying like, Oh, I hated the first like three episodes. I'm glad I waited till this one. And I'm like, it's because man, they the, want the information fed to them. They don't want to have to think. Well, there's also <laughs> a lot of people that don't go back and watch black and white because they just consider it old. you know, it's old and bad, which is, it's part of the story. Not though. true. <laughs> it, it, it builds up. It, it actually is better than, just you know information dump after information dump every episode afterwards yeah it's like i mean i get it eventually there was going to have to be like some big information dump and stuff but it's like after a while you're like okay so every episode is just a new oh this is what we had written on the writer's board in the writing room and we're just going to tell you exactly what it all is so even though your stories are better than what we actually wrote so (laughs) <laughs> well i yep. got some questions that go along with that once we get through i'm sorry uh, tivis how did you enjoy the episode because it's probably different I, I really enjoyed it okay okay that's it that's the whole that's the whole gist i really enjoyed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know if you guys want to go through like we have been doing and go scene by scene or just talk about it the entire time so i'm um, kind of I mean, refraining well, the the beginning just starts where the last episode ended off of her kids mm-hmm. tied up and shit. Um, and then they get into a big, like, witchy fight. <laughs> Dude, it, it just seemed like the end of a Marvel movie where, you know, oh, the bad guy has the same powers as the hero and we're going to have a big CGI fight. And Although I am glad they didn't kill her. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel likes to kill their villains. They didn't kill Agatha. Yeah, which leaves the door open for like the stories of her like tutoring Scarlet Witch because mm-hmm. she's kind of like the prisoner, I guess, at yeah. the end there. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I I liked that part where it's like, okay, I really expected this to be another. Marvel kills off their interesting bad guy. I, again. I think the reason they didn't go that route is because you're showing the compassion that Wanda has by the end that she doesn't really mean to cause any harm. And so she doesn't want to cause any harm. You know, I mean, she, she literally gives up her loves of her life, her, the three loves of her life. So everyone else can go back to living somewhat peacefully. It, if they're not all going to be traumatized from the event anyways. And where's the show that shows how they deal with their trauma. I want to see that show. <laughs> and also I, I read, I, I didn't actually read the article, but I saw a headline. I think it was from like screen rant uh-huh. or something like that. Where, where they were like, did they foreshadow Wanda or the Scarlet witch 
being a villain in the MCU. What do, yes. How do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about that? With because I mean, well, end credit scene is that what we're talking about? Just in general, you know, like like she's kind of a, a bad guy to the Westview when she's walking out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there, no one likes her. Uh, and Agatha it, says the Scarlet Witch is a being of chaos who brings destruction, and I think that's pretty much been her, you know. Because, I mean, what we see her, she's part of Hydra. We see her again. She accidentally blows up the Wakandan embassy. Yeah. Uh, so she's just had a string of bad luck with bad things happening around her. So I think it fits with the lore they have. Well, they also said I, she's going to destroy the world, too. So that's like every other character. Right. In this <laughs> what were you saying, Austin? Um, I just I don't feel like they would use her as a villain. I would say maybe as most, maybe like an anti-hero, but like a villain would be too much because now we've identified too much with her. We've like, like we've realized, you know, you've seen her in love and, you know, Mm. like I I feel like to turn her full on villain would be counterintuitive to what they've developed with her as a character. I think what will happen because this is Marvel and everyone likes the Scarlet Witch and everything like that or Elizabeth Olsen. Um, they'll probably have Mordo be like the, the, the villain that's chasing her down, trying to kill her because she's too OP, too overpowered with magic and stuff. Uh, Mordo, for people that don't remember, he's well, the uh, guy from Doctor Strange who leaves at the end. Um, I forget who he was played by. I, I can look it up real recall. quick. I'm I would be more shocked if it's not the Sorcerer Supreme himself who's coming after her. Well, which that's Doctor Strange. I think he yeah. would be going to I don't know. I because she they already said she's more powerful than him anyway, so yeah. I don't know. Oh, good lord. Oh what? His name. I'm going to put it in chat and you guys can read it. Shuetel L G offer. There's no L there. Is there? I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. That she is a tough one. Shuetel edge four. Sure. <laughs> He's like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but he, oh yeah, he apparently is. Fuck. Why did I have to read that? He's going to be in the multiverse of madness. Damn. Well, I mean, I assume they were setting that up at the end of last Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So and they even mentioned how she's more powerful than Do- I'm like, this is over the course of a week yeah. and he didn't step in at all. Yet Agatha realized what was going on. This is what kind of bugged me a bit. Mm. It, he noticed Thor and Loki were on Earth in a matter of seconds. So I don't know. The yeah, inconsistency with that bothers me. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about in Thor Ragnarok where he just yeah. sensed them in the town or whatever. Well, they were also in New York, which is where he's stationed. So maybe that they were closer. I mean, she's in New Jersey, though. So actually, it's not that far. Why didn't yeah. he come? What the hell? <clears throat> 
Well, that's the thing with almost every standalone Marvel story. You're always is, like, why didn't this person? Why yeah. Why didn't these people come and help this? Like, yeah. I mean, it'd be easy to be like, hey, Captain America, you're two seconds away. Come help me out here. But Or Iron Man, which, hey, you can literally be here in like 10 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Which, which, fly which everywhere. I can... I can get over because that's what they do in the comics. You yeah. know, it's just they kind of just ignore the broader well, universe. Eventually in the on, comics, but they have East Coast, West Coast Avengers. So, you know, you, yeah. you have your different sections. Well, what bothers me is we know that this will tie into his stuff. So mm-hmm. that that just annoys me a little bit. Yeah, that's, I can get over it. It's not a big deal. It didn't ruin it for me, but yeah. Yeah. But when you're when you are dealing with like, uh, Wanda essentially created a, her own little dimension in that town. And you'd think that, you know, like somebody who has possession of the time stone and, and is his Bad. entire being is dealing with like the multiverse and like, you know, dealing with the, you think he would come in, mm-hmm. do something, but you know, yeah, maybe. he should, he should be able to figure out where she's at at all times anyways. Um, because he, I mean, he knew right where Tony Stark was when he needed to find Tony Stark in Infinity War. So it, it, there's no reason why. Maybe he couldn't teleport into her realm, though. Maybe that's Maybe. a thing. Um, but how did Agatha? Well, I don't know if Agatha. Unless she was never just in the area. How Agatha was there from like the very beginning because she was in that first episode too as Agnes. And they yeah. never. That's the one thing of all the things they tried to. And, you know, information dump on us. They never explained how she was there. But she just well, says that she senses it. Yeah. And that was also my one of the things I was really kind of not disappointed by, but I was really hoping for was like she had more to do with something there. Yeah. It, um, because uh, even when she was like cutting the strings and the town people started like turning on Wanda and mm-hmm. like saying like, Oh, let me see my kids and stuff like that. And and they were like, I was still under the impression that Agatha was pulling some of those strings. Mm-hmm. Like when she was like, they're your meat puppets and I'm just cutting the strings. I thought, okay, she's gotta be just tricking her to try to get right. No, but she. See, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get what you're saying. Um, I still am under. I will have the belief until Marvel proves me wrong. But Ralph Boner is <laughs> more than just what they say he is. Okay. Um, yeah, Ralph I don't Boner. Think so. I don't understand. Okay, so here's why I I wonder if he is something else. Is because he. Yeah, he has Quicksilver speed, but he also had like super strength, and I don't understand where that came from. Because he Magic. just like flicks her away, and she's like Captain Marvel powers almost now. So he had well, to be very, very strong. Extent. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and- I, that I, that was a weird reveal too. That he was just like an actor. It was Named just Ralph so they could boner. fucking put a penis joke in. I was like, "Are you? Are we seriously just doing a boner joke to yeah. for this character, <laughs> for this actor too?" I'm like, "Come on, you guys should utilize him in the future. If even if you don't use him as like Quicksilver, 
use him somewhere else. Come on. Like, oh, he's going to be Modoc. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought Peter Dinklage would have been the great Modoc, but they already used yes. him. So they could use him again. They've used actors twice. Well, they're gonna have to because they got uh, the Deadpool with Cable, probably. So <laughs> you know, there's gonna be a bunch of Thanos I, jokes in there. I feel I feel like that it can be justified a little bit better because Thanos doesn't necessarily look like yeah Josh Brolin. Yeah. So you can be like, okay, he played both those characters, but yeah, it's it's not necessarily like, oh, oh, it's it's just like Josh Brolin looking like Josh Brolin playing two different characters. Yeah. Well, he could look different as Modok too. I mean, Modok's just a floating giant head. Yeah. With appendages. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like Peter Dinklage is still too recognizable as a of, of a person, or people are gonna be like. People will be more like, why is this? Oh, this is a different character. You know, so yeah. there'll be there'll be a little bit of confusion because I think he's you just... get away with it better for like characters like Groot. Like Vin Diesel could show up in his human form and be somebody exactly. else. Uh, 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 what's the dude who plays Rocket? Um, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Like those guys can come and do something else. So it, I, I feel that would be a little easier. Even freaking. Uh, Oh, uh, what's her name? From she the Nebula? Is it Nebula? Oh, uh, Karen Gillian or yeah. whatever her name is. Like even yeah. she could be another character later down the road if they wanted to, because she looks completely different than the, the uh, Nebula's character. So, yeah. Um, you mean she's not actually blue? Really? What? Multiple and shades of blue. <laughs> Multiple shades of blue. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the deleted scene with Ralph? No. What's this? They have deleted scenes for this show? Why aren't we yeah, not getting them? Recent interview, Matt uh, Shackman, I think is his name, uh-huh. said they filmed a scene in which Ralph Boner helped Monica and the two kids was stealing the dark hold from uh Agatha while be before being chased by a demonic senior scratchy which is her rabbit it was filmed but not used as it was a huge detour in the middle of everything they said oh i would love that it, it, i would like that too it, it wouldn't have been any less stupid from what they gave us <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to get so much hate for not liking this episode probably no, I don't think you're alone, and that's I feel, something I, I want to get into like later. Even a lot of the critical review <laughs> I've seen, I haven't read actually any reviews of it, but I've seen yeah. headlines, and a lot of people who were reviewing it were saying, "Well, like, it, they it's Marvel at its most Marvel." Yeah. You know, it's like it's, that's how I feel. And just so people know, like if I say something that a critic or something says, my bad. But I don't read things until I give my opinion out. So it's kind of if I'm saying something that they say with maybe oh. people should think that through. Hold hold on. This needs to be said. Uh-oh. Going back to Tyler Haywood. No, this isn't anything with the show. His stunt double for some of the things he did. Mm-hmm. The guy's name is Remington Steele. Nice. What stunts did he do? I don't know. Probably running out of the way. Oh, yes. The stuntman to stand there. Yeah. Maybe getting hit in that, the car 
I, and maybe that that's it. like the only stunt I could think of. Yeah. Uh, they said they used him in the Halloween one, but I can't remember. But what what did he do in the Halloween one? I have no idea. He just but that was an awesome Vision like start to disintegrate. <laughs> that's all he did. I yeah, I have no idea. Oh, oh wait, was there fighting between him and the other people? No. No, no I don't think he was ever in a fight. Fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why wasn't uh, they really screwed that character up. They could have done some really cool stuff with that. I would have yeah. liked to have seen seen that. And I would have liked to have seen Nick Fury actually show up instead of just us assume it's Nick Fury. Well, we we had a um I it's kind we, of no, you were kind of right last week. You, there was a scroll reveal, though, yeah. but it wasn't a bad yeah. scroll. Yeah. So that we know of. Mm. That we know of. That's yeah, true. But I I was really pulling for that theory after you said it. I was like, you know, if Hayward ends up being like an evil scroll, Which, that would be great. That would be Which, a great reason why the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. is such a dick. And then he could have went through uh, Wanda's Sword. little portal thing and turned into a super scroll. Oh, that would have been so cool. Come on, Tivish. Come on. That would have been cooler than what they gave they us. Could, I mean, they could very <laughs> well still make him a scroll because he didn't die and scrolls only revert to their form. No, but he got... He got yeah, he, he would get run over normal. by an ice cream truck and then got arrested... <laughs> So. He can't blow his cover if he's if he's actually like you know if it's the actual like uh, Secret Wars type shit. He can't blow Which, his cover just because he gets arrested. I mean, it if may any, not turn out to be that before anyone gets too excited again. Right, right. But it could still happen. Yeah, it's a possibility. If, I, if anything, he could go to prison and like you know, or on the way there, he just takes the form of one of the guards and then fucks off, anyways, <laughs> or turns into a uh, animal. Yeah. Maybe that's what the rabbit was. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, never the rat, give us anything with the rabbit either. Like. No, I was about to say that too. There's like, uh, that's her familiar or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But like, literally it showed up for like two scenes and yeah. just never showed up again. So that's why when you were saying that deleted scene with the demonic Mr. Scratchy or whatever his name was. Senior. Like, <laughs> senior Scratchy, sorry. I, I would have yeah i would have ate that shit up yeah that it would have been really cool to see um wow we got off well we didn't really get off we're still talking about it uh we're going character down by a, character this down week. A, a rabbit hole you would say yeah <laughs> crickets <laughs> <laughs> oh michael's looking at me with such disappointment to people who weren't <laughs> who weren't watching us <laughs> Uh, all right. So, what what happened? Where are we, Tivish? You you go because you enjoyed this a well, lot did more. You than I did you want to just go uh, character by character, or you want to actually talk about the scenes? What's the difference? That's all they yeah. did. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Well, after we begin, we'll go to the beginning of the episode. You know, the, she's got the kids in a chokehold okay, with magic. Hold on, hold on. The only thing this was missing was the stupid wipes between the the character scenes. <laughs> Like for fucking Star Wars. That's all it was missing. Uh, and then White Vision shows no up. Sense. Wanda's like, boy, why do you, you know, what the hell? Yeah, I did enjoy this scene. And then, uh, you know, he starts attacking her. I enjoyed that. 
I was really like, oh, fuck, he's just going to kill her. Awesome. Because <laughs> at first he was like, I, I, I expected it, but then it, it's just like, at first he was like, Wanda. And he had his hand kind of caressing her. And then he just started squeezing. And I was like, except, oh, yeah. That- except you hear bones break. <laughs> <laughs> you, they, they literally give you the bone breaking sound. And then, like, she's perfectly fine when she, uh, like, the other when vision comes in yeah. and knocks him out. But then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I've Her heard bones break. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Marvel just likes to use random sound effects. Cause they did the same thing in Endgame, where in, uh, Don Cheeto like, made the, the rope tightening um, gesture. They actually put in a rope tightening sound effect to, like, go with his joke. I was like... It wasn't like coming from his mouth, but it was just like, I was like, why, why are you guys putting in these random ass sound effects? Like, <laughs> who's in charge of this department? It's yeah. Like, like sitcom sound effects. But no, if you heard her skull starting to break and honestly, it is the real vision, um, real vision's body. He should have like her skull should have been shattered instantly. So yeah. We saw him do the same thing to like Ultron heads and stuff like that. With one hand, you know, so clearly they didn't want they were dead. But then uh, her vi- fake vision shows up. Her, and they uh, have- he's not fake. He's real. He's a construct. He's uh, real. In that world, he's real. <laughs> I mean, in this world, they're all real. But- There's going to be awkward silence. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm just gonna go move past it. So when so, fake Paul Bettany meets real <laughs> Paul Bettany, <laughs> which he said was the most in, uh, the person he wanted to work with the most, I know? But, but that was that was all just him joking. <laughs> it was like actual. He should like, know better though. With this like yeah, I know. crowd of people, don't say stuff like that. Like, and if you do, just be like, oh, I'm just kidding. Right. He should see like how people have taken it so seriously on the internet before, you know, without just this, without him like saying anything. It's like, this is why I don't, I I don't think Marvel actors should be interviewed until after the movies. Right. I don't think Marvel actors should just be interviewed ever. (laughs) Like They're going to piss fans off no matter what they say. It's like they, every interview, you know, either Tom Holland is or Mark Ruffalo are spoiling things or um, people are yeah. giving up false hints to things that don't ever come to fruition. Like, why? Why are we even still watching these interviews? Why do we even read them? Like, I don't why? even watch them. I just heard that he said that. And I was yeah, like, me oh, too. that's so stupid. Yeah. The only thing I'll watch of their interviews are like their uh, their bloopers or like when they you know, someone asks them really dumb questions and there's well, like a whole compilation video of it. Well, and you brought up the, uh, the Luke Skywalker Mandalorian. Yeah. Cameo. It's like, there was no teasing of that. There was no, there, um, Pedro Pascal wasn't on like interviews saying like, Oh, there's going to be a big cameo at the end of this one. Pay attention well, no, they guys. Probably got their asses fired. <laughs> exactly. So why do, why don't they put the same kind of lid on the Marvel things? Why don't they just let things play out? 
I think like, they there's have, a big like, cameo. They, okay. they have like a certain amount of things that Marvel people are allowed to say just to build the hype up because Marvel fans will instantly grab and make their own theories. But I find that as a detriment to Marvel's because the fan theories are most of the time a lot better than what they give us, you know? Mm. So like Age of Ultron in general, the movie, like I thought it was going to be something way better, way different, way bigger for the world. And it wasn't. So I was going to save this question until yeah. the end. But since we're at this topic already, uh, this was uh, I, I stole this from uh, Nick Mason. He asked uh, Mr. Sunday, uh, do you think after the reaction to this, will they ha- tell their or, you know, reel in their actors or will they ramp up the cameos going forward? They're going to ramp reel up in cameos. Actors. They're going to do more cameos. You both have different answers. That's the, this is why I wanted to ask. I wanted your opinions. <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to have to reel in actors because the, I feel like the Luke Skywalker cameo worked so well because you weren't necessarily expecting Luke Skywalker to show up. That worked really well. But if you're like teasing like big cameos and then you have all the wild fan theories running ramp it with like oh they're gonna introduce dr doom and they're gonna introduce whatever you know then then no matter who it is fans are gonna be i guess uh, in a way it's gonna be both but like i feel like they need to reel in actors and stop giving joke answers to things because Mm -hmm. that's just gonna make things more disappointing because like yeah that's a funny joke that he's told but in the grand scheme of like how how it affected people's reaction to the show i think is a little bit detrimental yeah because people are like oh are is so and so going to show up is this going to happen or is this going to happen this and then when it doesn't it's like oh paul bettany is just a dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i i agree um they they need to 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 either decide how they're you know how they're gonna do it if they're just tossing these things out there to see what fans are gonna say then give the fans some of the shit that they want you know like yeah give a give us something that we we that we're saying i guess not not me i guess but like in general the fan base and that's what i think mandalorian is done very well for its fans, it's giving people something new, but also giving you enough fan service to be like, okay, this is good. It's making from what I heard, the whole second season is nothing but fan service for like the animation. Oh yeah, shit. you haven't seen the second season, have you? No, I don't no, really but, look, care. <laughs> it's, it's good. I like. Oh, it. Oh, it's very good. Um, but uh, I never watched the animation fans- shit, so I wouldn't get a lot of those though. We I didn't watch it, any honestly. of the animation either. No. No, no, it's made it's made to reference and appeal to, you know, the people who do know it, mm-hmm. but also a good entry point to the characters for people who didn't. Gotcha. But but I also think at this point in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we should be doing more a little more fan service stuff, you know, like and stop giving us these half ass like like, you know, that, that's what I was so excited for about this show is it felt different. Mm-hmm. It was a different kind of storytelling At than first. they've ever done. 
at first exactly yeah. and it was it was captivating it was like everything was unfolding at a different pace and in a different way and then the I, characters were interesting and what's real what's not and then yeah. it kind of ends like a marvel movie yep which is not necessarily bad it's just depends which marvel movie exactly <laughs> you know it's like like yeah. when, when we we're just getting big like like laser beam fights in the sky it's well, just we, like it's just like it's not as exciting as we just now started them for some of them anyways to get away from the you know their bad guy in the movie or whatever from being like exactly the same powers as them you know mm. it, it, but then we we go right back to it they reverted right back to it like with spider-man okay. you know it well what they, was they had to do villain? it Spider-Man they had to do it for expository reasons so she could learn how to do witch stuff. Yeah. So so they needed Agatha to be like, ah, if you put these ruins, other witches can't use their magic. And then it's a, but that doesn't mean Agatha had to be the big <laughs> bad for the show. No, I'm not I'm not saying it does, but I'm just like they Yeah. It's the reason why she had to have the same powers. So it's just to I mean information dump on Wanda. The big bad of the show is kind of left up in the air because is she an antagonist to Wanda? Yes, but I still think Wanda is her own, you know, villain in this. Oh, yeah, I think mm. so. I think she it, it's definitely revealed that the people, at least of Westview, think of her as a bad guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is so. weird, too, because, you know, they, they, they're looking at her like she's the villain. But they've been seeing all of and suffering all of her same pain. So they should know where she's coming from if they're suffering her pain at night or, you know, and that's all they well, have is her pain and running to, through their minds. This goes to a line that kind of bothered me with uh, Monica towards the end of the uh, the episode where mm-hmm. she's like, these people will never know what you give up, gave up. But like, what did you take away from them to gain? Right, right. I, like uh, when we were watching... Um, I guess it'll be later in the thing, but when she's tearing down the walls of the hex, basically, like mm-hmm. I was like, why doesn't she just, you know, leave the hex around the house with her kids and vision in it? That's and, what and I thought. It was she gonna... can come and go as she pleases, and they can just stay in there. You know, they could leave Agatha as you know the nanny. Right there, you go. Like and she could still have their kids and but no they're 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 building up to something a lot bigger for the kids. Here's something that someone pointed out because we're jumping all over this episode. Yes, we are. That's we're just yeah we're not going to get through it uh, in order. (laughs) But (laughs) the uh, they may she left her to be the noisy neighbor. She doesn't technically have a house. That was Ralph's house, (laughs) and Wanda's house is now gone. (laughs) Yeah. Because it all reverted back to how so it was. where is she gonna live exactly? <laughs> um, well, it'll just be like she said earlier in the show. She doesn't have a home. No, she's just home. gonna move in with Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> well, she still has the ruins. The ruins are still gonna be in that basement. Oh, that's true. Maybe don't put her in that house. And and maybe like, um, how did those ruins get there? Like, did she create them there? Yeah. What is that? Or were they That's, there before? That was before? part of the, the enchantment. Is were they the, there before, oh. Tivis? They were there before. <laughs> oh, no, no one else that put one. them there, Tivis. Shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are getting through all my questions without me even asking. 
You're welcome. It's because it's a bad episode. <laughs> Disagree. I, I would. I wouldn't say bad. It, it, it's could have been better. I would say it does what it's supposed to do for the show. It, it closes up. It just closes up very quickly and very poorly in some cases. Yeah. It, I I stand by my statement earlier. If this had been like an hour and a half long episode, I bet it would have mm. been infinitely better of an episode. But yeah. they can find themselves to a forty five minute episode. I did see people online were complaining about uh, how Monica didn't get enough screen time. I'm like, she's like, oh, they. Of course, they brought race into it. But I was like, wait, it's not monica's show it's literally called wanda vision like she's not gonna get the same amount of screen time yeah, as wanda and, <laughs> like, and, she, and no she's sense. gonna be she's gonna obviously play heavily into the new next captain marvel movie yeah yeah so so it's like it's not like they're just getting rid of her thing. getting rid of her they're just setting up the character here yeah. they did so the same can, thing with um black panther when they have him in civil war although yeah. maybe that's what they mean hmm Okay, well, I so think, may, maybe I, I kind this, of semi agree now. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I think this uh, this this series did a really good job of being self contained. Like it left a lot of strands, mm. especially with the end credit scenes, for you know to flow into other things. But as but for the story itself, but, yeah, it begins. But if you just ends. watch this by itself, like if you this is the only thing you watched in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I feel like you could still get something out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's all in the end. All it is is about a woman dealing with her grief or a person, a human doesn't even have to be necessarily a woman, but the person dealing with their grief of loss and mm -hmm. and and how much it has affected them um, emotionally, you know, take away all the magic and stuff. It's still a grief story. And that's the good thing about this is it it shows that just it's the way they execute it sometimes that is done very poorly, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But I mean, by the end, you you really see, yes, it, this is a grief story. This isn't supposed to be a big fight story or a big villain story or anything. It's about a, a person dealing with their grief. And and I think and they that, did that I think, particularly that, well. Yeah, they did. Like, oh. and, and I think even like the goodbye scenes, you know, even though it didn't bring me to Kevin Smith tears, <laughs> I thought like the, I thought like the goodbyes for everybody were pretty effective, you know, like when she was like, thank you for choosing me to be your mom yes. and you know, the kids go, I'm like, that's sad. And then the, the, um, we'll say hello again from vision. Like those are good, like goodbye moments. And they were very affecting even if I, I wasn't bawling at them mm. i think they they worked for kind of a closure of this whole thing yeah yeah it, it, yeah and the whole family dynamic really came together let me see i if think I can... uh, even though these kids didn't exist for very long they were like two days old pretty much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i thought it was still a really good uh a story you know you could feel the bond mm -hmm. yeah uh, it was uh i en i enjoyed the main story of it so yeah like i said i would i would probably go back and rewatch this show as a whole like just binge the show now mm -hmm. that i've seen every episode individually 
if I go back and rewatch it, I think I will still very much enjoy the show. I so, just think I think the ending was fumbled a little bit, but hmm. I think it I think it works still as a a, a whole piece of storytelling. Yeah. I, I can say I did enjoy it a little bit more my second time around watching it. Um because I had already, you know, gotten rid of my expectations. Expectations. <laughs> Uh, they they were out the door. Um, <laughs> this is why I like watching movies I don't know anything about. When I watched uh, Parasite like two years ago, I think it was that has and, been and now. I didn't know yeah. anything about it, so it was like boom. So so this kind of goes into my next couple questions. Well, hold on, um, hold on. Before you do that, okay, yeah, you go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna read this because this is what I texted. Um, it was uh one day after I watched that episode. One day, so I had. Watched it at night, went to bed, woke up, and then this is like what I had sent somebody because I knew they wanted to know my opinion. Um, And this is what I told them, and I I still hold true to most of it. I said, lackluster, kind of a letdown, but now when you sit back and you think about how most Marvel projects end, or but not when you sit back and think about how most Marvel projects end, but just lackluster. But as a whole, the story, it works and it definitely feel but it definitely feels rushed. I was let down but I know I can't say the word hate. Like most Marvel things now it had some moments but really felt like they tried hard to squeeze emotions out of us that were just not there unless you fell into their squeeze trap. <laughs> Again, this is a text in the episode. Honestly, the episode before had more emotional reach to it. And that's sad because you can tell they tried so hard to tell the audience this is a mo- is emotional and you need to cry so you remember this as good as you won't stop watching us <laughs> that's it yeah so i think that's i think i could agree with m- most most of that yeah. i think a, i think that's a eloquent way to put how i felt about it where it wasn't i didn't hate it mm. i hated aspects of it but as a whole i think it worked for what it was doing yeah 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 i should not try and read texts on air because oh my god when i text i just there's no periods so i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> no punctuation all right tim it's what's your questions or so, statements um, i saw a lot of people you know obviously there was fan expectations kind of got all over the damn place with this thing uh, and there was a lot of bite back because, you know, it's the Internet and you can't just have a conversation. You have to be a dick. Uh, They're saying, you know, well, maybe you shouldn't make fan theories then if you don't want to be disappointed. Well, first of all, this isn't a question. This is me telling you guys to fuck off. This whole thing was about talking with people and coming up and thinking about it. So uh, well, what else are you supposed to the, do? What, it, ori- <laughs> what, what their original intention was. It wasn't supposed to be a talking piece, but that's what it turned into. It's what it evolved into. And, well, it, and was it was a mystery, nice. though. It, it was really nice. And I hope... I, how do you not expect people to talk about a myth, the mystery? Yeah. I, I really hope that the next one, because Cap or Falcon Winter Soldier starts on the... It, 19th i think because it comes out the day after the snyder cut drops so <laughs> i i hope that that one is uh does the same thing i would like people to talk about these things because not only is it just talking about comic book movies but it gets the people that don't necessarily watch um 
other kinds of movies to actually think and discuss these kinds of content. I, do, which is I nice. don't think that Falcon and Winter Soldier I or don't Loki so. are going to be in this in the same vein where it's going to be a, such a mysterious storytelling. Right. I think Loki I would the, be the closer. Yeah, Loki might be closer, but the, I still don't think it'll be the same. No, but they can't really recreate this with really any of the other Marvel characters. No, no, per se. No. Because no one has the ability to alter but reality. They can except still, maybe it, it can still create conversation if their shows are done right. Yeah, and, and that's what I want them to be able to do with these shows because you know there's there is a niche group of people out there that they don't really talk about movies and stuff because they feel they're going to get attacked, like or. Or you have like film Twitter that they only talk about the like, quote unquote, the pretentious stuff. That's not what I'm saying, but like that's all they talk about. And then they make fun of people that talk about these comic book movies and shit like that, which is fucked up. Because deep down, if you look at a lot of these comic book movies, there are like your basic stories in there. And they're they're just told with, you know, flash and stuff like that. So it's nice to have an outlet for people that don't necessarily watch a lot of other content, be able to discuss the content that they do love and watch with other like-minded people like themselves. And I'm, I'm a kind of guy that I, I kind of skirt both of those. I like I like talking about like the, like you said, the quote unquote pretentious stuff. I like, I like the Oscar movies and you know like the art house yeah, yeah, yeah. oh i do too movies and, you, you know and that I, and i <laughs> and then i go and then i go and i'll talk about wandavision because right. i also enjoy that like i, I enjoy well like i told you when i just I enjoy first, the visual storytelling yeah so. well when i first saw the first two episodes of wandavision i was like this is really good i was like austin would love this this is like i was like and then i hit you up and was like dude you need to watch this <laughs> I don't remember if I had at the point you, you messaged me, yet. but I, you hadn't yet. You I, had, I was intending on it yeah. at that point, but yeah, it was a, and it is, I like, I like things that are a little bit more, you, you got to work for it a little yeah. bit, you know, you, it's in like that half an hour, episode, like that half an hour extra cut of uh, Robert Pattinson jerking off in lighthouse. Is that yes, what it was? You got, you, you got to, <laughs> you got to really work for it. <laughs> he really worked for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know if this I, is real or not. <laughs> I, I I I just like that the I, the knowledge of knowing there's something out there for other people to start discussing because I have been seeing in the fandoms that it's it's become a lot of fighting and and mm. and to give them something that people can like come together talk about finally because Star Wars is a mess. You try and talk to people about Star Wars right now, there's fighting all over the place. Some people love Mandalorian, some people hate it, some people, you know, hate the movies, love the movies, think the original movies are trash, which is stupid. Um <laughs> so I I don't know. It's it's nice to see a a a fandom of you know quote unquote geeks i guess uh geek culture be able to come together and talk about stuff all over the place just but like I, I can about films everywhere so i think that a lot of the infighting has to do with just internet culture in yeah. general the yeah. internet culture has become so combative about everything 
that if you say yeah. an opinion about anything, you have. Oh, you're a fucking people. douche. What's wrong yeah, you with have 100 you? people uh, uh, backing you up and you have yeah. 100 people saying it, you're uh, an idiot for thinking that. Yeah. But like, you know, it's like whatever. If you depends, have an opinion of depends which group you're in, you might just have 100 people saying you're an idiot and you'll be alone. That's true. That's true. <laughs> or if you're in the Grinch's cave. Like, like I get told I'm an idiot because I like the the Batman v Superman. So fuck off. Both of you can fuck off too. I know both of you don't like it. Well, you've never even seen it. I've never watched it, so I can't say I don't like it. But I I just i I fell out out of the DC extended universe fairly quickly. I I didn't like. Well, that was the second movie, so it was real quick. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. I saw like sporadic other ones too. Like I saw like Wonder Woman uh, Suicide and- Squad and Wonder Woman. But at that point I was just like, I don't know. It was, just, uh, I, I BBS might- is a hundred times better than Suicide Squad. Easy. I think even people that hate that movie can say that. Yeah. That? I mean, I mean, uh, it's a more competent, yes. like, uh, Tibis, yes. piece because it's like, you know, a suicide squad was interfered with by studio and like altered and re-edited. And so it's like, I understand that suicide squad is probably not the great measuring stick for the DC extended universe as a whole. But I also just, nah, Zack Snyder doesn't do it for me anymore. Like I'm not, I'll probably end up seeing the, uh, the Snyder cut someday, but I not, I'm excited, excited to see his it. stuff outside of DC that he's working on now. Yeah, I'm I'm more excited about his zombie movie than yeah. I am uh, 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 the director's cut. Tivis looks like I, he wants to die. <laughs> I don't know if you just said Suicide Squad was worse than Dawn of Justice, which I heavily disagree with. But it is. It it's is. like objectively bad. That's fine. It didn't make me furious and want to destroy <laughs> everything in that I love. It's because it's because you don't like you don't pay attention to things like editing and basic <laughs> just, basic I just filmmaking want to be stuff that they did badly. <laughs> I, yeah, I just I'm a I've already I've said before I'm a popcorn movie watcher. I just want to be entertained. Suicide Squad entertained me. Uh, Justice League made me regret the person who paid for my ticket because i'm so happy i didn't pay for that piece of shit justice yeah, I, league? I, st- I still haven't Dawn seen justice, justice league oh d- i meant oh i love justice i was gonna league, say justice league was a piece of shit that. so you should be like telling them that you want paid for the ticket they paid for <laughs> i don't know i got the steel book on my shelf i'll be breaking that out next weekend to wash away the bad taste keep it oh. because people are freaking crazy dude like i own that justice league movie and I don't like it, but I'm not going to get rid of it just because the, the Snyder Cut is coming out. The people that are getting rid of that are fucking re- crazy people. And this no, is why I, we need Marvel to reunite the fans. So I, th- well, I, think, that I, I think even like I, I'd go as far as to say if you hold on to that Justice League, it might even be collectible one day. The Justice League. Yeah. Uh, before we move too far away Go from get this, the I actually have by a... Ray Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> He'll autograph yeah. anything right now, except for Dude, some I court documents. In... I, oh, I bet you would punch you in the face if you asked him to sign a copy of Justice League <laughs> at this point. Uh, but 
Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a quote, or uh, I can't say it's a quote because I'm gonna probably say it differently. But okay. something that uh, this person, his name is Nick Br- Nicholas Briggs. Uh, he's a very high up uh, person at Big Finish and voices the Daleks among other monsters on Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he talks about you know, this kind of divide in fans and stuff and the whole, you know, true fan argument. And he's like, look, people can like, and then like cut themselves off of portions of stuff they like. And that's perfectly acceptable. They don't have to venture into that stuff if they don't want to. Yeah. But they also shouldn't necessarily attack people that do like that stuff. Um, well, no, no, no. As a Trekkie, but, I see it all the time between old Trek and new Trek. And I'm like, well, we were talking uh, about uh, Star Wars earlier. Yeah. It's like if you're a fan of, you know, the original Star Wars and nothing else, that's fine. Don't yeah. it's, get mad it's at them, but also don't get mad at other people for liking it's literally the other stuff. a part of every <laughs> fandom because I'm a, yeah. I'm a Twin Peaks diehard. Like Tw- Twin Peaks is probably the most things I geek out about. Like, um, just wait till JJ like reboots it. Exa- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, um, there even among the fans, you know, people say like, uh, when David Lynch made the third season, oh, like that third season's trash. Like, yeah, the only real Twin Peaks is the first two seasons, and blah blah blah. It's like, no, it's all good. I mean, it can't be too bad when there's really only three seasons in a movie of something, but I love it all. But there's some people who are like, only the first season's good. Only the second season's trash. And the third season is just nonsense, blah, blah. And every (laughs) fandom has their like people who are elitist about something. Yeah. Well, that's the nice thing I, I noticed about with WandaVision discussions anyways, because it was such a mystery. I didn't see a lot of fighting necessarily over it. Mm-hmm. Um, now that it's over, you will. Now that it's over, you definitely <laughs> oh, will. Freaking so, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it actually started with the penultimate episode because, you know, that line from Vision about how uh, feeling loss is just love enduring or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people really liked that. Mine yeah. and uh, as they should, because I mean, th- I've always thought that way, but uh, apparently, a lot of people got sick of people liking that line and began attacking that line. <laughs> it's so. interesting, too, because if you think about like the storyline of grief and suffering and being trapped mm-hmm. for the other people, too, it's like we're in a pandemic, they shot this, they finished this in the pandemic, too. This like holds volume to a lot of that stuff that people are feeling right now. Being trapped, being in suffering and shit like that in yeah, real, in the that. real world. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of things you can associate with what's going on now from this show. Besides, you know, a witch, unless you count the governments. But uh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> Burn the witch. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of different things like ways you can look at it. And the people that want to argue about it are probably sad people who who have never felt grief, who have never felt loss, or maybe they have and they just didn't give a shit because they're cold at heart. They <laughs> like, didn't process it properly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know that's an interesting it, line. Of, I didn't think about it that way. That's interesting. What? The pandemic stuff? Yeah. Yeah. See? 
That's what happens when you just eat popcorn and watch it. <laughs> I'm just you fucking with That's you why I this. listen to shows like this. <laughs> so they can tell you what to think. Yeah. Consume, consume, consume. One of us, one of us. What is that great Family Guy joke? The old smoking commercial? Smoke. Dude, so my green screen does this, but it just looks like I'm actually in the WandaVision show when I come back like that. You're like, you're like touching the wall of the hex. <laughs> um, I'm still, I'm... I just, side note, I texted you that picture of like somebody who photoshopped the vision on onto like that famous turtleneck picture of the rock yeah. because of his like turtleneck that he's got on at yeah. the end of the episode. I'm I'm upset that you didn't put that as your background. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> so we didn't really talk about the two visions too much. Yeah, yet. let's talk um, about that because I actually want to talk yeah. about some of that. Uh, first of all, I thought even though it was a CG mess, that fight was awesome. <laughs> can, can we talk about this fucking dumbass face right here that's on the screen? <laughs> um, a white vision, just like, oh, uh, oh, uh? God, this fucking dumbass face. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure, he's going through some kind of very existential crisis. Well, I actually, I actually really liked that, like a kind of philosophical debate. How it ended that fight? Yeah, because they were they're both very cerebral uh, people as far as to fighters. Yeah, although that- they are powerful fighters, so I like that. You know, like the I don't even remember what the the the, the ship of theseus yeah it's yeah. a real it's a real like um theory that well, that they is out stole there. that from an actual comic that came out in uh april of 2017 it was like ripped directly from the comic yeah but it's also like a real no, metaphysics no, no. The vision thing. says like... that to another vision is what i'm saying that oh, scene. okay okay gotcha but uh, i really enjoyed that actually because if at first they were just fighting and like you know they're kind of matching each other blow for blow because mm. they're both the vision in one way or another. And I was like, all right, how is this going to end? And when it was like them just floating in a room, having like a philosophical debate. Yeah. I yeah. was like, all right, that's cool. Which I like that. I, I actually enjoyed that scene um, besides the dumb face. Uh, <laughs> but I, because I was like, okay, we're not just going to see two dumb robots fighting each other. Like, yeah, I, I didn't want it to come down to that. And and um, I'm I'm sure there are people out there that are kind of probably pissed off about the wasted of White Vision, because in the comics he's supposed to be completely mind wiped, he and he doesn't like pick up that personality. So, um, then Vision being uh, our quote unquote fake vision paul bettany gives paul bettany back his memories from being paul bettany well he unlocks them because he didn't have them to begin with he might have downloaded some of his memories from the bubble into him so he would live on Mm, but we also don't know know what we don't know what happens to him after that he just just fucks off he just yeah he just is like oh those are my memories bye like your, <laughs> your wife, your wife is literally like he had, we saw the memories come back from infinity war too, of him dying. So it's not like he doesn't remember Wanda, but it's like now that he, he just screws off after that scene and we don't see him for the rest of the show. I'm like, 
why didn't you go help Wanda? Like, what's going well, on? That could come into the programming he has because he says that he's programmed to kill Wanda. So maybe he's got to he go work on himself. Yeah, he Didn't got he? rid of that. He cleanses no, himself All of he it. says is he unlocks the mental blocks with his memories. That's all that is said. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I, I well, I'd I, like I would like to know what happened to him or if he's going to show up mm. again in like the next Avengers movie or right. like something. Maybe he's in some of the other shows. Maybe. That'd be, that'd be fun, actually. See him in Falcon Winter Soldier for no reason. Armor Wars. He's yeah. made of armor. Um, <laughs> I, I I do really want to know what they plan on for him. Uh just to keep Paul Bettany around in the universe, I guess. So. Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say just that. I was like, I like that they found a way to successfully kill off Vision, but also still keep Vision in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they use him and yeah. use him correct, like well, like they, so he's not gone per se, which I like. Right. And right. uh, I saw an interview with Paul Bettany yesterday saying that he would love to play Vision forever. <laughs> Which, I mean... I mean, the paycheck's good. probably good. <laughs> and, I mean, they could easily just get a uh, body double and him voice it in the future, too. So yeah. it's not like he can age out of it. <laughs> Vision can create his his new body, and then he just goes into that one as a different actor, and he just voices the... <laughs> the guy from Agent Carter. <laughs> he fucking Jarvis I honestly thought they were the same person. <laughs> So did you not know Paul Bettany before the, he was Vision? I you know there's a good chance I have seen him, but I never used to pay close attention to actors. Dude, my first experience with him was the I think it's a Knight's Tale with uh, uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Le- yeah, he was in Knight's Tale. My I think the first time I was really aware of Paul Bettany was uh, a Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. Where he played like the hallucination of his of uh, Russell Crowe's best friend, best friend, best friend, <laughs> uh-huh, best friend. Sure. Um, but uh, I think that was the first time I was aware of Paul Bettany as an yeah. actor, uh, and and then Knight's Tale around the same time because yeah. I think those are fairly close to each other. His portrayal in Knight's Tale is freaking awesome. And and that's why I was really hoping they were, were going to open him up in this show to to get that range because I've seen his range from oh, the very beginning. Oh, he's a fantastic actor. He's a yeah. really good actor. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm looking at his list and yeah, I have the only the first thing I seen him in was his voice in Iron Man, so the first physical would be Knight's Tale was before Ultron. Beautiful Mind. Or no, they came out the same year. I was about to say, I thought they were really yeah. close to each other. Yeah. Wimbledon. Damn. I love Wimbledon. Wimbledon's good. Um Da Vinci Code, I still haven't seen. I didn't know. Oh, he's one of those he's one of the guys who beats himself, isn't he? And the Da Vinci Code spoilers. <laughs> he was in solo? God dang it. Yeah, he's the uh you haven't seen solo? No, I've seen it. He's it's the one bad of my guy. favorite Disney. Is he really Jesus? <laughs> He's the guy who, uh, uh, what's her face is banging on the side now. Oh, 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 the head of the syndicate. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, and then he used to do a bunch of other movies and before he like ended up falling off the face of the earth because he did priest, he did Legion, uh, which came around the same, almost the same time a couple of years later. Oh, I guess though, actually those came out after Iron Man, huh? 
Uh, Legion was before Iron Man 2. Okay. Priest was a year later. Well, I, I remember him talking in an interview that like his career was basically over with until he got the uh, Jarvis gig. And after that, his career went back up high. So I always like hearing stories like that because the same thing freaking happened for um, Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. So. And the, but he was in uh, 2003, he was in uh, Dogville, which is a Lars von Trier movie, a yeah. really intense movie. I really yeah. like that one. Yeah. I forgot he was in that though, but he's a, he's a great actor. I suggest other everyone else go out or and watch some more of his stuff that's not you know Marvel related. Yeah, if you haven't seen any of his stuff, you know at least watch like Knight's Tale, Beautiful yeah. Mind are both really good. Yeah, um, Wimbledon's really good, and that's like a it's a romantic film. It's not a comic. Is it rom com? I no, it's say kind it's a of rom-com. more of a romantic drama yeah. kind of thing. It's a it's a good movie, but it's though. lighthearted. So, and if you're into some weird shit, you might watch Dogville. Dogville is uh, <laughs> a little bit more out there as far as storytelling go, mm-hmm. but it's it's a intense, well made movie. Yeah, but yeah, I agree, one hundred. <laughs> All right, so where do we want to go from here, guys? Talking uh, about pretty much talked about everyone and everything. What did you, well, what did you guys the, think about White Vision before <clears throat> he gets his memories back? Before his eyes turn like this, fucking normal. And he gets a dumb <laughs> face. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, like I we said it, before, I didn't know much about him, so yeah, I didn't know. Well, did you like about, the appearance? That's what I'm saying. Like, I I did. I. Uh, when he when he was review revealed man i can't i'm slurring my words when okay, he was revealed we all drink at early the, too <laughs> <laughs> i'm not drunk yet <laughs> but uh, when he was revealed in the post credit scene of the last episode i was really cool. interested in seeing it cuz I, I thought it was going to be more prevalent i guess you yeah. know but i mean he was in it but like like we were talking about he just fucks off at the end of yeah. the uh, episode so they, it's like oh all right so i don't really know what to feel about him because he's not i mean he was kind of you know blow for blow um the vision you know yeah. like when they were fighting they were just doing like the same things at each other and none it's of like- them were playing a mortal Kombat game and you're fighting scorpion with scorpions yeah, <laughs> just a they different just changed, color <laughs> yeah they just change the color of scorpions like they make it like a darker yellow and it's like ah, that's the other scorpion <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it was interesting it well it wasn't interesting actually it was a very boring climax to their fight well they're fighting anyways the they're fighting they're fighting the conversation was good the conversation I liked, so which I've I've actually heard that one before too, so that's kind of cool. I didn't know it was in the comics though, so yeah. Uh, his appearance kind of <laughs> reminded me of white Tic Tacs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael's yeah. taking a big old chomp of something over there. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> you know the the whole emotionless i'm sure that added to the like oh look the my the love of my life is back alive and oh crap nope he's a robot trying to kill me dun 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 
Dun, 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 um, dun. We've seen that movie a hundred times. So I don't, I, I didn't, th- the fight was cool. I thought they did some cool things with the phasing. And then like you guys said, the how they resolved it is very much in line with the character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. To me, it was just an interesting way to get around having the mind stone, not having the mind stone, I should say. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and like fixing it, you know, him where, and all that. So, yeah. So it, it's one of those threads where I'm curious where it's going to go and when it's going to show up again. Cause I mean, unlike other things in this, we know where uh, Monica is going to be. We know where Scarlet Witch is going to end up. Yeah. We don't know him. Like that is the one unknown thing mm-hmm. of all the characters. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him or not do with him, I guess. Um, is he going to be in anything, you know, early on? I feel like this, I feel like this would be a a complete waste of time if they don't do anything with him again. I think they'll do something with them. It's a matter of how they deal with it at the from this point gone, because I don't, I don't think they would have went through all this trouble of introducing him and having him get, his memories oh. as vision back if they weren't going to do something with him. Do you think he'll mm-hmm. be in the Ironheart show? I don't know what with, that is. With Riri Williams. Is it Riri uh, She yeah. takes over for Tony Stark. No, she gets... She makes her own shit. Iron Man suit in the comics, and then she becomes an apprentice to Tony Stark, and then she eventually takes over as... Was it as after him. Rhodey died? I don't rem- recall in the comics. I just remember... That she's I'm not she, that far she's along. so smart that she actually built her own Iron Man suit before she met Tony. It, yeah. Unlike Osborne, who had to steal a, an Iron Man suit to become the Iron Patriot. So let's just say that. <laughs> I'm still upset that the copyright wouldn't allow her to be Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like the name Ironheart. It, it's a little bit more marketable to get kids, too. So. Yeah, I'm willing to bet she's connected to the rescue armor with Pepper Potts, but who knows if they'll want Gwyneth back right now. I hope they they don't. I hope that they actually let her develop her own suit. Let the character be a strong character without the help of an adult or a man or, you know, anything like that. It it would be nice to do that for once, Marvel, because (laughs) you keep piggybacking everything else so who knows i I would love if they connect it with that kid from iron man 3 maybe maybe i actually read something uh, that there there might be something with that that kid but i don't know i mean why else bring him back for a little cameo in endgame you know fan service Half the fans didn't even know who the fuck he was. Yeah, when he, when he when he when he appeared, like the like the number one like Google search was who was the kid at the end of uh, yeah. Endgame. But it's it's stuff like that that's like these people care. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, even though I didn't recognize him because you know he got older and taller and looks different, mm-hmm. uh, it's stuff like that that I'm like, yes, please do more. Like I would that. like them to explore. You know. What what if all the people that came to Earth didn't actually leave Earth after Endgame? Like, where's Howard the Duck? Did he st- stay around? You know how are how are humans got dealing with this? You know these people <laughs> from other planets on Earth. 
I would love to. I would love for them to explore well, something. We like have. That. We we might see some of that in um, Thor. That's T H O U R uh, for uh, the Asgardians who are now living there. Yeah, I'm still upset they did nothing with Howard the Duck. He was just a, a cameo. I still at haven't the end. seen him. He's just a cameo every time he shows up because he's a cameo know, in just, Endgame. But you have I'm to like look so for mad. him. I have not seen him yet. You still haven't seen them in there? No, I've watched that movie five times and every single like, time I look for him. One of the portals, I want to say it's like the third shot coming through, but he's like very small in the very, very you small. Didn't, you didn't see him in the post credit scene of Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I seen him there and in um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at the bar. Mm-hmm. But at Endgame, I, every single, I know Green, he's right? there, but I miss him. He's voiced by Seth Green. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that'd be a character I wish they would do something with, just because the I don't know that character is decent. I mean, and you give him justice for that movie that was made. I love that, that movie. I love do that you? movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've made it all the way through it before. I never, I, I, I never watched it until about two thousand and. 10 or 11 I think was the first time I watched that movie and I fell in love with it I loved it plus I mean you know she's totally hot in that movie too so bring back George Lucas (laughs) George Lucas was just a producer he directed that didn't he I don't think he directed I think he was just a producer no I think he directed that I'm I bet you money he didn't hmm how much? <laughs> 20 bucks. 20 bucks says he did not direct that movie. Okay. Howard the Duck was directed by a guy named Willard Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Yuck? The Yuck? <laughs> you owe me 20 bucks, Mike. I didn't say yeah. I bet you twenty bucks. <laughs> but yeah, Semantics. Leah Thompson in that movie is so hot, man. So yeah. Speaking of, what everyone think of how Scarlet's uh, suit? New oh, suit. I the costume. The, I, the suit was great. I thought they did a good job of making it look like the comics, but also not like is updating weird. it. Yeah. Like, she looked really good in it too. So mm. I was like, I, I was yeah. really a big fan of the, w- what they did with it. And I don't know like if it was the makeup or what they did, but she didn't look like, like in any other movie, they probably would have made her look very evil or menacing or, you know, you know, strong. She just looked like a housewife wearing the suit and it was really cute. I was like, dude, babe, <laughs> I looked at Nikki. I was like, you, can we get that for you? <laughs> curl, she say curl yes? your hair and, <laughs> and that's a private conversation um, <laughs> but yeah I uh, I actually did not hate that I know a lot of people did not like it unfortunately 
Um, I'm, really? I'm guessing I, yeah. everything I everything I've seen about it, people have really liked it. Yeah, from, I loved the how they teased its appearance with the crown kind of forming with magic on her head every uh, you know early on in the episode. Yeah, and then just f- the full outfit. I'm like, oh, that's. And then we see the image of her. It's like clearly what she sees in the mind gem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is worrisome. So. <laughs> We'll see. Which that's a that's another thread that they have. I know John, for instance, and other people will be thinking that it's just something they forgot or neglected with how uh, Pietro got his powers. But I think they purposely left that open to be defined later on, since we already know they have some kind of mutant project in the works. Yeah, Hopefully. I mean. The- it just, it just, I think it got announced that they're planning on reboot. Oh, it was a rumor. I don't know if it was officially announced, but they're going to reboot X Men as something called The Mutants, which could just be a working title. It's because they can't use the word men. <laughs> the last X Men movie, they even said that. So, which I mean, that, that actually dates back to very historical shit so i mean if you take that out i don't know but i mean if they're not also dealing with the x-men if they're just dealing with mutants then it doesn't matter you know if we're not dealing with the x-men team Mm -hmm. who cares what you call it you know call it x-force i mean they're literally going to do the deadpool shit and they had x-force with that so just well, they that. had X Force, and then the, it, it was a, a joke. But and well, yeah, and I mean, he was making fun of it in that movie. But like, <laughs> it, if they wanted to do an, another movie or something about the X, the mutants, because do we really mm-hmm. need another X Men movie? Like, honestly, I think we I need eventually. to let it rest for a little while. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I I would be open to more X Men movies, but I just, you know, I just wanted to let it sit. Mm. And mm-hmm. like, cause they beat, they beat poor Hugh Jackman to a pulp. They beat that whole like reboot franchise. Like they, by, yeah. by the end of it, when we got like the, the, um, with the, Phoenix. Yeah. Dark Phoenix for the second time, the dark Phoenix storyline again. And also it was bad. Like, I'm just like, we, we just need to let X-Men rest for a while. Mm. I'm more interested in them doing something with fantastic four Yes. Yes. Then I am with them doing anything with the X Men. Yeah. Like I'd rather honestly, inter- the Fantastic integrate- Four can fit into what universe we have built already a lot easier. Anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The X Men stuff or the mutant stuff, they really need to think about it because because they screwed their shot. You know, with the Wandavision stuff would would have been a perfect. I mean, st- they still could utilize her to to have mutants later down the road. Yeah, they, they definitely left that door open. They definitely well, left it the, open. But. The way I would probably um, see them doing something mm-hmm. with mutants is after multiverse. Yeah. Uh, because then you can make the argument like in this universe, they're not heroes, they're mutants or whatever. So you or can kind of play she... that, that. That's why they haven't shown up up to this point. That's how she gets her kids. Let there be mutants. And then exactly. now her kids are in her universe and shit like that. So Exactly. So I think that would be like the best way to do it. But like I said, I'm more interested in finally getting some good Fantastic Four. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because because that last we haven't one. Had a, <laughs> we ha- we ha- we haven't had Oof. a good one yet. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I enjoyed those first two. I know they're not the first two were the good best, because but... of when they were made. I feel they they fit in better with the comic book movies of their time. Because what yeah. we had we had like uh like Daredevil, Electra, shit like that. Ghost Rider. S- Ghost Rider, X Men. Um. So I feel Blade those ones Trilly. fit in a little bit better <laughs> for their time. But oh, that last one! Oof, they made Doctor Doom into a fucking computer hacker, guys. What the fuck? I'm sorry, <laughs> but that no. What the hell? That's I think the, that's on ta- the Josh Trank one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's on Disney Plus now. Yes, it is. Oh, why? Why would anyone subject themselves to that movie? I actually own it. So eventually I will watch it. Do you but. guys think Marvel's going to release WandaVision on DVD, Blu-ray? I hope so. For the I collectors. looked into you guys said the Mandalorian got released in a previous Operation Babel. I yes. looked, it got released in one country in Europe. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they aren't doing all that then. Um I know I they like a lot of a lot of streaming services that make extreme uh, streaming service exclusive content don't want people to do something that isn't on the streaming service because otherwise the streaming service isn't getting those views. Well, that's not true if, because um, Stranger Things Netflix does strange all their originals now, but like uh, they do uh, wait a long time. Yeah. But like uh, uh, we were talking about after last week's cast, Mike and I sat here, talked for like two hours after that. (laughs) Um, And uh, we were talking about how like you can't buy a a Blu-ray or DVD of that Shia LaBeouf movie, Honey Boy, which was an Amazon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like there's like there's uh, like unofficial like other country version that you can buy. But it's but I and I looked it up and I was like is there going to be a release and there's no yeah. information on whether or not they're going to release it on physical media, which I think is dumb. Right. Because as you can see here, I love <laughs> physical media. Yeah. I, I feel that eventually that that's my worry is that we won't have, you know, DVDs to go and, just grab from a shelf and play with and well not play with but watch and utilize whenever we want especially like what happens if my power goes out i only have a generator that can power my tv and my dvd player can't power my router too (laughs) or what if i run out of internet for the year well and that's you know with a large portion of the u.s even doesn't have good internet people for some reason don't know that's when i first moved into my apartment I didn't have internet for like a month and yeah. I just lived off of my DVDs. I, I watched like some TV shows that I had on DVD. I watched movies Yeah, like, and I was saving money at the time because, you know, I'm, I wasn't paying my monthly internet bill and everyone's like, Oh, how are you surviving without internet? I couldn't survive <laughs> without internet. I'm like, well, uh, I use my phone for any like social media, yeah. which I can use my mobile data. And then I have like over 1500 DVDs and TV shows mm-hmm. that I can like watch for 
whatever. You can also <laughs> so, stream from your phone to TVs nowadays too. Yeah, people. So exactly. Like, <laughs> so it's like I, I mean, I'm set. I don't need the internet. Yeah. For my and and that's what's everyone's getting mad about. Like, oh, this is getting removed from services or whatever. It's yeah. like just go buy a DVD. Yeah. Then yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, a lot of them too. Like, like when Disney bought the Fox stuff, they stopped distribution of a lot of the Fox movies mm. and because they want them only on their streaming services or they want to go through and edit them to say, Oh, you, you, you can't say yippee ki motherfucker. You're going to say yippee ki ucker. <laughs> that's it. Um, so, you know, it, it worries me because it, what happens with their original con- well not original content but the movies that Disney does start putting out like all their new Avenger movies from now on moving forward do they just go to their streaming service and VODs or do we actually get a chance to buy it on Blu-ray later down the road you know to people like yeah. me where I started buying every single one just because of I wanted the collection of them I wanted to own them I want to own each individual one. I mean, I just showed you guys earlier uh, before we started. I went and bought the Bewitch TV show finally, you know, uh, because box sets are a thing now. They weren't in 1999 WandaVision. But um, <laughs> 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 yeah, I I don't know. It's it's one of those slopes that you, you got to worry about uh, when when you're just talking about streaming services. Everyone's like, oh, streaming services are great because they offer me this content. I'm like. Yeah, but you have to have one for every studio of film that you want to watch. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Until they start doing any kind of some kind of bundle or something, it, it's not Which then financial. you're just paying cable. That's just cable. Exactly. And it's, and at this point, it's just like, I don't know. I, I have like the minimal services that yeah. I need. And I, I'm not looking. That's why I'm not going to get HBO Max and stuff like that because I'm like, I would I get HBO Max won't. because they have the Criterion on there, don't they? I haven't well, gotten I, it I, yet, so I have the Criterion channel service, okay. so like I don't need and I buy Criterion DVDs. Right. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just so, saying, like I know HBO Max for for what you get out of it. It seems like they have a lot more to offer than like a Disney Plus, where it says Disney Plus, but I'm like. Not all of Disney's stuff is on here, guys. Like, and I'm not talking like, oh, the the what was it, the song that's out there, whatever. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'm talking like all their cartoons. They've cut a lot of cartoons off of there. They don't have everything that Disney has made on there. I'm like, and, and some of that is by design because they yeah, want yeah. new content. Yeah, N- new. Well, I mean, they should have like it by the decades. You know, Disney by the decades section or something. So you can go through and look at the stuff from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 90s, you know, shit like that. Because they have it branched off into Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, or whatever else there is. I don't know. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel, ESPN Star is Wars, still its National own. Geographic. That's the like the three categories they have on Disney Plus. Yeah. And it's and they don't even have like a lot of Marvel stuff even that I want to watch. Um like all the Marvel cartoons and stuff. So, I, I mean, know. they have the ones that I'd be interested in watching. Oh, they Pixar. have Pixar. Pixar's another one. Oh yeah, Pixar. 
but I like the um like the old '90s like Spider-Man cartoon. That's mm. actually where I got I fell in love with Spider-Man mm. is through that cartoon. Like I said, I was never a big comic book reader as a kid. I've read comic books, but I'm not like you guys who have read multiple mm. eras. And like I have like my exposure to most comic book content came through like the nineties cartoons, like the X-Men nineties yeah. show yeah. and um, Spider-Man. And it's just interesting because in the, in the nineties, like, so I would read the comics and the comics got me into, of course the cartoons, but I really didn't care for the cartoons as much as I cared for the toys. <laughs> so mm. it was the comics and the toys is all I really cared about. I mean, the X-Men cartoon, yeah, I remember. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Like, everyone knows that fucking theme. Like, even if you didn't oh, yeah. watch it, you probably know it, you know, um, just from, like, a sibling watching or something in the background. It, but uh, do I remember episodes? No, I don't remember none of that stuff from there. So oh, I, I remember certain episodes of it. I remember more of Gargoyles than I do of X-Men. Mm, I loved Gargoyles. Yeah. And Gargoyles it, was one of my favorite shows as a kid. I want to go back and rewatch Gargoyles because I feel it was more mature than I was at the time mm. for me to understand everything going on in it because it was a, a, a more mature show for its time, I feel, for, for being on Fox Kids, I think it was. so. Yeah. yeah, I got introduced to it through the cartoons as well. I actually didn't get into comics until freshman year of uh, high school when a buddy yeah. of mine bought me Marvel Zombies. Uh, and I'm like, oh, OK, I love zombies, which I, I know uh, of these characters. They pay tribute I I, to that one in Spider-Man, which I fucking loved. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I don't know. I'm very ADD person. Mm. I feel like my brain does well with more like visual medium when it has to do with like reading even in, even when it's a comic book which is more visual than like reading a book i'm like i still can't pay attention as much you know it's weird it's like <laughs> comic books aren't that much of an attention like yeah hog, but like i like just watching a cartoon and be like ah i get that but like if i'm reading it i get bored <laughs> it, it depends on the comic um Cause I, I'm, I don't read like a lot of the Ninja Turtle comics, but, uh, if there's a good one out there that gets me, then I'm reading all of the issues. Um, I don't read a whole lot of Marvel anymore or anything like that, just because there's so many storylines to try and keep up with. And, uh, I don't want to try and figure it out. Yeah. I got, uh, <laughs> I got the, uh, unlimited so I've just been reading off there. Yeah. Man, I got to tell you. My brother had Marvel Unlimited and he was reading stuff there for a while. And I, I actually took a, a class in college that actually uh, was it was called American Superheroes. Mm -hmm. um, and it was all about like it was pretty much like an English lit class. But for um, comic books. So it was like analyzing like the arc of the American comic book superhero. Oh, cool. And like, but it was coming from a very literary standpoint. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't an easy class. Yeah. Honestly, like the, the professor of it is, he was a film professor of mine, but he's a very 
he's a, a very smart um english minded professor even though he was a film professor he was he was the one that pretty much taught me how to analyze films like critically yeah and uh and he was doing the same thing with comic books and it was a very interesting class and i wrote a really good paper for my final paper <laughs> so have you ever uh one i think that you might enjoy reading if you ever did was it was a uh, i think it was deadpool kills um the marvel universe no it was uh oh. when he went through and was like killing like moby dick and shit he was going through the literary oh, pieces oh, yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. Cool. that was weird because <laughs> uh, uh um uh, oh, what was it deadpool kills literature maybe it was i think that might be it uh i'll look it up illustrated deadpool illustrated or something four book series um that's what it's called and he goes through and he's like he throws a uh uh like a cartoon like in like fucking bomb into moby dick's like blowhole and he goes through <laughs> and he's there's another one where he's with um huckleberry finn and i forget the other ones but i i found that to be awesome um because they, they were taken off of the idea of uh deadpool kills the marvel universe where he's jumping through and just killing everybody Mm-mm. And because eventually he he went through and killed uh, um, the um Ill- the literary characters too, but then eventually he killed the people who wrote his comic too. Like I love Deadpool's comics because they 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 take it to the like extreme out there. So he basically and killed have, the people who created him because he was tired of being around. I have actually read a few Deadpool comics. I have a, a yeah. book of like like um. I I think it's just called Deadpool classic. It's like the, the early stages, like the early comics. And so I've read that, I, you know, I've read a lot of the Alan Moore stuff, um, Mm. like a Watchmen V for Vendetta and stuff like that. Um, I've Watchmen's nice because it's one book. Exactly. It's not like 500 books. And then you got warrior. Am I in the right? Is this issue five of this one here or is it issue five of this series they have gone back to add in some prequel comics but they're really not needed unless you really want to yeah so i so i mean i've read comics and like i said i don't hate comics or anything like that but it's just not my medium yeah people like know a whole lot more about lore of things because they are like oh i've read this series since i was seven like i was never a comic book kid so i've read multiple stuff i I, there was a a version of superman that i had read when i was a kid in the 90s and nobody else read that, that superman that i talked to about it i'm like do you remember when like Superman was completely blue, but then there was another Superman that was completely red, and they were both in the same ish. They're like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, <laughs> "See, so not everybody even knows the shit that you read sometimes." And and even me reading comics, I still don't know everything, and I could, I don't yeah. want to, because especially when it comes to the movie stuff, it takes away. You know, I want to still be surprised and shit. So that's one of the best things about where I am, because I'm currently I'm in like two thousand four to 2006 mm-hmm. with the dc and marvel so i'm so far behind a lot of this stuff is pulling from newer yeah. stuff yeah and the nice thing too like like i love um watching umbrella academy on netflix 
I've never even knew it was a comic until that that came out. But then I went and read uh, My Chemical Romance guy, right? I think so. I I went and read one issue and I was like, yeah, I'm not reading this shit. (laughs) It's like the show's so much more entertaining (laughs) than the comic. So, Uh, and the same thing I've heard with the boys, like I've never read the boys comics, but uh, apparently I didn't know the the boys was actually based on anything. Yep. Mm -hmm. I thought that was like an original. No. Most oh, most, of the, most of the superhero looking type shows that uh, Seth Rogen does is is an adaptation from something. Oh, of course, um, Garthinus. Yeah, it's a Garthinus production. That makes I, sense. I did not know that that had uh, yeah source material. Yeah, it, it it doesn't go with the source material as well as no de- deviate a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, several characters are actually um, switched to and. Yeah, it's it, and I, I also I think haven't ever watched. I haven't watched the boys at all yet. So oh, okay, it should. Uh, it's yeah, so. <laughs> to, we we got Tivis to watch the first season. I don't know if he watched the second season, but he was just. I like, still got two episodes he, left. He's of season just one. like, what the fuck? <laughs> it, it's a bit dark for me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I the way I always saw the boys is kind of like Watchmen esque off it's kind of like superheroes doing bad shit it's kind of like taking the justice league and making them bad people like not bad heroes but bad people yeah like in like you know in behind closed doors and shit like that like you're just a bad person like you're not a bad hero because you still do good but you're a bad person um there's one comic I heard about on a Kevin Smith podcast that I really want to check out. I forget what it's called, but the, just the description of it was really cool. It was like uh, um, these guys, these heroes are, uh, it's a new comic too, um, but the heroes are like, they're everywhere. Everyone loves them and this and that. And then they kill somebody and uh, on accident or something and try and cover it up. But then they like wake up the next day or something and they're no nobody knows who they are anymore. They're not heroes anymore and shit like that. So they're like half of them are just trying to live their new life without being known. And then the other part of them are the other parts are like, well, I have these powers, so I'm going to use them to do something like stupid, like robbing banks or some shit like that. So mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting, uh, a lot more interesting than what I just said about it. But yeah. So there's a there's one that I like called uh, Irredeemable and there's thousands of evil Superman type stories out there. But this one kind of stands out to me because it's a it's basically like he snaps. It just he he snaps from having to hide his uh his identity mm. to holding back to, you know, being an alien on a planet. You know, he's the only one of his kind. His name is Plutonian. <laughs> And it's just he just goes insane. Yeah. And there's an awesome uh, spinoff called. Um, oh, God, Uncor- incorruptible or something like that, where his greatest villain is like, well, guess I got to be a good guy now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> there was a comic that I really enjoyed reading. Wait, wasn't that uh, Megamind? Didn't they do that in Megamind? That's Megamind. <laughs> <laughs> okay go on go on there there was a there was a a comic i enjoyed reading it was a a, one that i actually read in my that superheroes class that i was talking about Mm -hmm. 
but it was really I've never I'd never heard of it before that um but it, it was pretty good it's called God and Science Return of the Thai Girls I'm not familiar probably and not a lot of people are but like it was it was a pretty good read and so just like a one if you you can buy it in just like a one volume thing and it's just a kind of a standalone but it's it's pretty good i i would recommend that to people if they want to. it's not based on anything it's not like a marvel or dc um it's just its own mm. yeah it's it's written by a guy named like Jaime Hernandez. Um, but I started reading this comic called Bitch Planet. <laughs> it's written by a bunch of feminists, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, in a way, this is kind of a similar, I'm guessing, thing. It's a, um, I don't want to say it's feminist or because that'll turn some people off. I'm guessing, but like, oh, yeah, it, it isn't all. It, it isn't all female like kind of um team kind of story and but they're not like your, your traditional female superheroes they're, it's it's good though i yeah. i think people would enjoy it if you haven't read it hmm yeah i'll give it a try i'm trying to find it and i'm coming up with stuff that are not comics it's yeah, it's, yeah. Look up God and Science Return of the Thai Girls. It's T I G I R L S. There it is. I I played a big gamble searching something with Thai Girl in the title. Uh. Wow, I didn't realize there were so many issues of Bitch Planet out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. That's in my reading list now. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that took a turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got way off topic. <laughs> so, well, I mean, we were pretty much done with WandaVision at that point anyway. So we were just kind of yeah. went down, whatever. Um, so we're good with Wanda. Tivish, you had a couple extra things, right? That you wanted to bring uh, up? About the yeah, end credits, Yeah, we didn't credits, really talk right? about the, uh, the end credit scene. Or which one? Well, the, the, the mid credit we touched on with the scroll and Monica, but yeah. the end credit with Wanda. Uh, yeah, I didn't looking, really get what was happening in that last one. <laughs> she so. just loves being in sweatpants. I'll tell you, this had to be the easiest gig for her because she wore sweatpants a lot in this show. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was to uh, kind of demonstrate her ability more. Uh, she was astro projecting herself reading the Darkhold, which... Which I I understood, but I just didn't really understand what was what I was supposed to feel for that. I, I was Which, I supposed to be scared. Well, it was, was I supposed to be like I don't I didn't really know what the goal of it was. The the it, nice thing it, about it, that is something like it's showing her powers because she is astral projecting herself while she's reading that but her body is actually doing other things yeah and when dr strange does it he's slumped over you know with a hurt neck when he comes back right that those people never are able to continue doing Mm -hmm. something while they're actually projecting so we get a little subtle music which i didn't catch because i'm sorry the marvel themes aren't exactly memorable Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
uh, but it is a light, like very subtle version of Doctor Strange's theme playing in the background. Okay. And uh, you know, which the, leads Dark into Home. his movie. Mm-hmm. And then you know we hear her kids crying out for. Her. And then it kind of just ends. But anyone who has, you know, followed a lot of the MCU side projects knows that reading the Darkhold is not a good idea. Uh, Bad things happen all the time with that book. (laughs) But and I don't know. I'm curious what they're going to do. Honestly, they're making it seem like they're going to make her bad. But they've been lackluster on all their we're gonna do this but actually it's this uh so i don't know i'm i don't have my hopes too high for it maybe they'll make it look like she's bad but Mm -hmm. i don't think they're gonna go go full right full bad guy with her it's like you said they they do half measures a lot they'll They'll push something in and then they'll pull it back in and be like, God, oh, this is the real bad guy. This was, uh, you know. Yeah. 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 So. And, and we don't know what all she actually took from a- Agatha, too. So maybe Agatha had a little bit of uh, Mephisto in there and now, now Mephisto's oh. getting all up in her. So, and yes, that was supposed to sound sexual as hell. <laughs> no, I'm just shaking my head at the Mephisto reference. I'm so over that. <laughs> I think it'd be cool um, if there was something in there. If because Sam Raimi is doing the uh, Multiverse of Madness movie, if anybody mm-hmm. can do like demonic and evil justice, he's gonna be the guy. And, and for every news outlet who is saying Bruce Campbell being in it is breaking news it's sam raimi he's in everything <laughs> it's like he's, the same he's literally who... literally in every sam raimi movie oh it's like, like a good modoc the guy it's with like the, the people chin? pointing out that one of the subtle hints that agatha was a witch was she dressed like a witch at halloween I wish everyone could have just seen Timothy's eyes grow out of his head when he said that. He's like, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, that was, duh. Um, and it really wasn't subtle. No. It was not subtle at all. No. And, and her reaction wasn't subtle either. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the last things I wanted to touch on was yeah. that the Darkhold now looks different, which I mean, whoopee, they changed well, say the where, where we've seen it before. We've also seen it in well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It first appeared in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season four. And we've seen uh, it with in Ghost Rider. Another show and that I haven't watched it yet. Appears again in Runaways, which I won't talk anything about that since Mike hasn't seen it. And uh, each time it appears, it looks different like they've changed the cover but now the inside is completely different and people are freaking out saying oh it proves that the old shows aren't canon anymore no it's a magic book they changed the prop big deal <laughs> they also rewrote wanda's origin does that do, you know make they, age of ultron they've also count? changed nick fury's <laughs> scar five billion times <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so. Yeah, it's the, this whole debate with if the old shows are canon or not is getting real old real quick. Um, it, well, I will say to this, I, I, I think that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is both canon and then it leaves. I fucking hate that word canon. Oh, we're going to. Canon is a a a, a a military instrument, people. <laughs> Not well, that's a, two ends. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I, I agree that it, that show is canon. But then after the season where Coulson dies, the last season, right? Which one? Right, the last season, right before <laughs> Infinity War, was should have been the ending of that. Um, after that, the two seasons after are not canon to that universe. They're still multiverse, I guess, but not canon to that universe because they completely don't even touch on the snap. And they, the one season when they come back is only a year difference. They could have totally fixed it and been like five years later. Instead, they put one year later. Like <laughs> Again, it's one of those things like the comics not referencing each other and stuff. It, it's something that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Well, well, but. when they reference Infinity War in the season prior with clips from Infinity War, you kind of got to, you know, figure your shit out properly. Talk to some people. The whole division between the studio and the TV studio was stupid, and they never should have tried was. it in the first place. If they weren't going to work together, they shouldn't have tried that, you know? Well, that was Ike and Kevin... I know. Feuding. They were originally working together until. Also, I don't they ca- weren't. count Inhumans. <laughs> Inhumans is not uh, canon either. Because otherwise, you know, they should have fucking been at the endgame fight because he could have blasted them all away with talking. Oh, all, all of the, the defenders, all of that could have been there, but, you know. Just... What's Iron Fist going to do? Oh, I'm too rich to do anything. <laughs> I can, can punch. punch a light. <laughs> He's not cool without freaking cage anyways. <laughs> anyway, well, that is that the argument that people are having right now? Is yeah, that, because that the prop say? changed, it throws everything else out the window. Gotcha. What do you think about that, Austin? As a film I have, person. I have no opinion because I haven't seen any of the other shows. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I that's completely fine that's what they're designed they're just extra stuff like if you want more they're there but they're not required that was the original concept for these shows Mm. so i i i I watched like the first first season of daredevil when it was on netflix and i think that was the last like marvel show i tried agents of shield when it first came out and i hated it it was bad when it first dropped yeah and so i I, till the very end of the season (laughs) So I, I didn't uh, ever get into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but yeah, that's about my extent of my Marvel TV yeah. shows is like half the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the well, first season of Daredevil, which I really liked. But And now those are just like kind of, yeah. I don't know what those are considered. But so I don't really I, have I would, opinions on what canon and what's mm-hmm. not because I don't well, care. I guess we'll I know re- if, right. It doesn't really matter unless the studio says so, honestly. Yeah, it, but I we, think we'll as know, I said earlier, we get to pick and choose as we, you know, whatever you're yeah. happy with, go with that. <laughs> I think we'll know if if those Netflix things are canon or not later down the road when when they finally just 
cast those people into something well, else. I, I heard <laughs> that uh um what's his name? He's yeah. coming back as Punisher. <laughs> oh Berthal? Yeah, yeah. yeah, John Berthal. I wouldn't be shocked. I and so I mean that would at least open it up and um and I saw I think Kevin Feige or somebody said that he'd be open to bringing those shows, those characters back in some capacity, just not as a TV show. Yeah. So, Which it makes sense. Cause it's freaking daredevil. And I mean, and you've already established them. So you just yeah. have to like, just bring them back. Yeah. And like, uh, I, I know, I know, uh, um, Vincent D'Onofrio has been very outspoken about wanting to do Kingpin. Yeah. Um, for the DCEU. I mean, DC, the Marvel MCU? Cinematic Universe, MCU. Damn, people are going to hate you now. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's Austin right. Mosier, You know what? I would be okay with that. Let's throw Kingpin into DC. No. That would be weird. No, 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 no. Why not? Only if Snyder directs it. How about that? Uh, Snyder no. can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I would recommend uh, Agent Carter to try for you. Uh it's different and a lot of people like it. Uh, I didn't really care for it too much, but and that's clearly uh, it's at least worth a try. And I would recommend for everyone to try the last one that has been forgotten. Hellstrom like that. If you want some dark, creepy stuff, watch this show. It's actually good. <laughs> and if you want some bad TV, watch Inhumans on Disney Plus right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that show. <laughs> I I remember when I was I forget what I was seeing. I think it might have been when I saw like one of the Christopher Nolan movies or something like that. When I saw him in in IMAX, and uh, there was a trailer before the movie. I think it was maybe when I saw Dunkirk. I think, and then the trailer before the movie for uh, um for inhumans and i was like wow that looks really bad like not just like not that the show itself looks like a bad show but it just looks bad why yeah. are they putting I, that in imax yeah. i feel so bad for anyone who paid because those beginning two episodes are easily the worst of the entire season the worst. i don't know that i i watched uh the um the caravan of garbage episodes about that and none of it looked good None of it well, is. I, good. I'm, yeah, it, I'm not gonna lie. It, it doesn't get much better, but it is. Stop. stop! Stop! You don't have to be nice to everything. It, it's just. I'm not bad. being nice. I'm being You're like it, it doesn't get much better, but it gets a little better. No, it doesn't. I was invested. That's <laughs> no. the only reason I stuck no. around. I think I'll be you honest. might. You think you might be the only person who was invested by that show. <laughs> <laughs> they took a great actor and and oh. No. At least he's got his own Star Trek show coming out, so good for him. Uh, yeah. Um uh final thoughts on WandaVision. I again it's I wasn't satisfied by the finale. Uh will I rewatch the entire show? Probably before Multiverse of Madness. So yes. just to see if anything pops up in there. Um but I'm not gonna rush out to rewatch it. I it, liked it. Fuck um, fake Pietro. I there were Boner. like like I said, there, I was 
there was a few things I was very disappointed in um, how they tied up some of the, the biggest questions or in more interesting characters of the show. They didn't do a great job at, but I think they did an, an adequate job of tying up the whole story, story. Yes. As a thing. So I will definitely rewatch it before, especially before um, uh, Dr. Strange. Doctor Strange too. I'll definitely watch it before that. Um, just to get caught up on Is, things, but it's it's fine. Yeah, it was it was it, it was a good way to spend nine ten weeks. Yeah. So yeah. Um, is anyone else wondering though if this show, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the Loki show are all going to lead into? multiverse of madness i'm not I, sure i doubt falcon and cap will but loki sh- definitely should it might it'd be an interesting way to bring hiddleston back to their you universe. know the prime and he would still be a dick line. he'd still be dick loki he wouldn't be like you know you're my best brother loki Unless they do some weird shit like they did in uh, the CW and give him his memories back from that universe into this universe. Fuck you guys, too, for that one. I think that only works with Vision because he's part machine. Yeah. Well, he's also not in a different universe. (laughs) The CW really didn't think that one through. They're literally different human beings. There's no hidden memories. Fucking hell. Don't get me started on that. Oh, Jesus. Okay. (laughs) okay anyways i that was fun uh i look forward to seeing the snyder cut in theaters for four hours on the 18th everybody go see it in your local theaters or on hbo max or save your money and four hours i need a four-hour break That's why I'm going there are, to the There theaters. are better ways to spend four hours, I bet. Watching the paint dry. Let's see. Snyder Cut or Sex? I can do both at the same time. HBO Max, thank you. Let's, let's be real, Mike. <laughs> four hours is a bit much. You're right. Sex. I need a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope they upload that intermission with the soundtrack because as much as i don't like these films the music is always way better in the dc movies mm. i'm like and as much as i like shitting on zack snyder and the snyder cut I, I probably will end up seeing the snyder cut if i can get a chance to be able to see it in theaters just because the, the opportunity to see something new in theaters hasn't really been there for a, a year so yeah. like I'll I'll probably go see it, but Do you I, guys have theaters opened up for you guys now? Yeah, we can we can go to theaters. Yeah. Just nothing in them. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think they closed for very long here. No, okay. No, I mean they they opened to and they were starting to pl- they played like old classic yeah. movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I would go and see um, stuff from like the you know seventies and eighties. You know, like I saw like the the thing around. Um, John Carpenter's the thing around Halloween and uh, Fourth of July. I saw Born on the Fourth of July, the Oliver Stone movie, and so I know there's they were doing stuff like that. They were playing older stuff, and 
but it was it was like limited capacity um social distancing yeah whatever so it was gotcha and, and to be fair a lot of them haven't had to do a whole lot of enforcing that because so few people have been going yeah. until recent more and more are going because they figured out they're empty yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, i know now hbo's got all their movies coming in i think tom and jerry's in theaters too um yeah. you got kong versus godzilla which should bring in some some people um Tom and Jerry is actually doing pretty well in theaters. That's what I heard. Yeah, I, I, I saw the box office report for like last week or something. It was like the biggest week in the box office in, since like pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. which isn't saying a whole lot because most of those numbers are like nothing. Right. But. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm, yeah, I'm just I, glad I got to see Birds of Prey in theaters before everything went to hell. <laughs> Impractical Jokers. And Impractical Jokers. I think Bloodshot was the last thing I saw before uh, everything closed <gasps> down. I still got to watch that. And then the only thing I've seen since open back up in theaters has been uh, Wonder Woman. So, yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. You have no idea. Uh I, I need. I've a, seen I, need a, I, I haven't good seen one. the movie, but I've seen enough about the movie where I can say I have an idea. <laughs> but I, yeah. I uh, the last thing I saw in theaters before shutdown was actually the original 1940s uh, King Kong movie. Oh, cool! Yeah. Uh, my dad and I went and saw it because the uh, the Cinemark theaters do the um, uh, what are they called? What were they called? Were they the they would show like old classic films and stuff like that for like anniversaries and stuff that I forget what the the series was called but there was a series of them and mm-hmm. I I got tickets like a, a couple months before King Kong came out because I was like oh hell yeah see yeah. the original King Kong in theaters would be sweet um but it was like it was literally like the week before our theaters shut down. And so there were there was like maybe two or three other people besides my dad and myself in the theater. And then it was like after that things started getting pulled and then yeah. they shut the theaters down. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I uh I, I've been wanting to actually rent a theater here because you can rent it for like a hundred bucks if with a maximum, I think, twenty-five people, I believe. So I'm like, if I just had 25 friends <laughs> that lived near me, I would get it and just like have a a, a bunch of movies just playing. Um, last thing I want to toss out there, I did watch a movie. It's called I Care A Lot with Peter Dinklage. Um, this movie is awesome. I, I recommend it to everybody. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. And it's, uh, it's yeah, it's a crime thriller i guess is what it's considered here on imdb um but yeah i definitely recommend it it like i like i said on social media and like i said to the guys when i texted them the other day it's got lesbians midgets violence crazy old ladies it's like the wwe or f in the 90s so i'm sure vince mcmahon is very pissed off about that (laughs) he couldn't market his stuff right and they could um so yeah, definitely go watch. Oh, I'm sorry. Dwarfism, not midgets. I can't use that word. But I did. So what? 
<laughs> canceled. Hashtag canceled. You can't cancel me. I I run this show. <laughs> Self canceled. Yeah, we need him. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, t- uh, Austin, you want to shill anything? Shill your stuff again? Yeah. Uh, uh, like last week. Um, yeah. I'm I'm doing uh, uh the weekly live stream with my friend at my friend's uh, recording studio. Um, we do hour long live stream concerts of local Toledo area, mostly musicians, but we get some from Michigan and some travel in from other places, but mostly from the Toledo area. But like a lot of people during this pandemic, a lot of musicians were struggling um, because they weren't able to play They, you know, they, so we gave them an outlet and it's been going really well. So if you want to, Check us out there. We we stream live every Thursday, seven o'clock uh, Eastern time. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just look for Bigfoot Studios. Same with uh, Bigfoot Studios at uh, on YouTube and Bigfoot. I think underscore Studios on Twitch. So we can and we have a Patreon up there too. If you want to look up that, donate if you feel up to it. We'd greatly appreciate that. Awesome. And, yeah. And then we will put the link in the description, guys, so everyone has the links to all those things, including the Patreon. And speaking of, because <laughs> I totally forgot that today, uh, you can oh, find... Oh, you were waiting till the end. <laughs> yeah, we're we're way off the end. So um, you can catch us on everything at Facebook, Twitter, uh, through Operation Babble um, on YouTube at the Mike Shrews YouTube channel at the moment. And then you can uh, find some extra content on Patreon at patreon.com slash Operation Babble. Um, and you can also email us if you want to just chit chat or um, try and come on to the show if you have something you want to talk about. If you hate what we said or you agree with what we said or you just want to fight or not i don't care uh you can email us at operation babble at outlook.com to come on to the show or just dm us on uh twitter or facebook whichever one um tivis is that it did i did i do it all right was that did i shill properly oh i, I guess so. buy a t-shirt teespring.com slash operation babble i think that's that's the right one <laughs> links all in the description below like comment subscribe today thumbs up uh also if you want to comment please do um even if you hate on this i always tell everybody i love hate comments or good comments so just do it i like it i I like to know when people are actually listening even if you hate me also marvel zombies (laughs) all right tivis you got anything extra for me today um, I don't want to talk on this, but I will name three other uh, twists from other Marvel movies that vary in degree. Okay. Uh, the Hulk appearing in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, no big bads in Civil War. Uh, the Tesseract in the first Avenger. I don't think that the twist of the Hulk in I Ragnarok said, I said I wasn't going to talk about this. The, the Hulk of Twist and Ragnarok isn't really a twist. They gave it away in the uh, trailer. That's the point. And there was a big bad in uh, in uh, Civil War. It was, um, what's just, his name? Zemo. Yeah, he just wasn't 
like powerful. It was just but normal. They human. led you the entire movie to think it was three more super soldiers who were then killed. No, no, no. So, they led you to believe he was going to bring back the super soldiers. Yeah. You're wrong, Tivis. Just accept it. And I would say the government was the big bad in there. They arrested half of the people, the Avengers. Just saying. Just saying. The government's the big bad in life, too. So, (laughs) Art imitating life. (laughs) (laughs) Also, big tech like Tony Stark. Come on. He's a big bad right there. Um, Tony Stark is just Elon Musk with a suit. I said I didn't want to discuss these. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other one? The Tesseract and what? First Avenger. It's in the first like five minutes of the movie. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. They use the Tesseract at the end of the movie to bring in the guys. It's not really an Easter egg either. That's the plot of the movie. No, but no one expected it to be in there and comic nerds freaked out. Yes, they did because they they saw Loki looking at it in the, the ghost realm in like an end credit scene. <laughs> did people really freak out about that? Y'all need to pay attention better if you did. <laughs> Tivis, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right austin thank you for joining us today <laughs> no problem man oh no time <laughs> but you got anything else to this <laughs> no anything else we can just shit on before we, <laughs> before we get out of here <laughs> all right Timis, uh, what did you think uh <laughs> I liked it. (laughs) He he says with such pain. All right. My quote today is from WandaVision episode nine from the vision. Uh, I have been a voice with no body, a body, but not human. And now a memory made real. Who knows what I might be next? Good line. Ace. Later. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.